Hey, welcome uh, back into the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Can you believe we've got one round in the books of the NFL draft already for 2021, the Thursday night? You know, Thursday night, April the 29th, round one is in. Trevor Lawrence, the first pick overall for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, um, you know, keep in mind that, uh, you know, we're listened to in as many as 32 states. Want to thank our sponsors, Saucer Realty. Uh, also, you follow hits, Lake you follow hits.com. Uh, That's uh, Lake you follow hits.com. And, um, also want to thank uh, Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way to make a podcast with all their creation tools. And, and of course, with one thing I like about Anchor, they've, you know, had a lot of enhancements and improvements. It's been a long day and even a longer night as we put together, you know, the first round of the draft. Trevor Lawrence goes number one as the Jags expected. Again, our sponsors, we do want to, you know, certainly salute our sponsors, Anchor.fm, Saucer Realty for your North Florida real estate needs, whether it's home, residential, commercial, or business real estate. It's Saucer Realty, especially if you're moving to North Florida or you're looking for a second property in North Florida or maybe, maybe a business or a commercial property in North Florida, Saucer Realty. You know, you can go to the BigJReport.com website, uh, scroll down to the weather information about halfway down through the homepage, and you'll find the link for Saucer Realty for your North Florida real estate needs. Also, LakeUfallahits.com for internet radio, great internet radio uh, with LakeUfallahits.com. They have Rock Saturdays, outstanding Rock Saturdays. Uh, with LakeUfallahits.com. They do have uh, Hits 2000s in the evening, Monday through Friday, but recognizable hits, great music, great hits, recognizable hits basically all the time. And, of course, Rock Saturday is special on Saturday with LakeUfallahits.com, where it's all good. So, again, our sponsors, Anchor.fm, Salsa Realty, LakeUfallahits.com. And you can follow us at BigJReport.com. Talking about Trevor Lawrence, I mean, I saw the press conference and heard a press conference uh, not too long after, you know, Trevor was uh, drafted by the Jaguars at officially about 8.25 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday night, April the 29th. You know, Trevor's saying all the right things after the press conference He's happy to be in Jacksonville. I mean, uh, you know, the kids from Cartersville, Georgia, he's, he's going to love Jacksonville. Trevor went on to say, he, he said that, Trevor is, is going to love Jacksonville. Uh, he's going to love the city and put the work in, Trevor says. And Trevor went on to say it's a great fit in Jacksonville, Florida for him. And he's super excited uh, to be a Jaguar. So, it's, I mean, it's all good. Trevor is ready to go. He says he's going to put the work in. You know he is. I mean, his record in college is like, you know, and I'm, I'm estimating, I think, I think I've heard here lately that Trevor, what was Trevor, 34-2 and two in college. And, uh, you know, when he was a freshman, he won a national championship. You know, and he hasn't lost many games. As a quarterback, he's 
is that right? Thirty-four and two. That's I think that's uh, what I what I heard. You know, kind of off the cuff a few days ago. He was thirty-four. Was he thirty-four and two as a starting quarterback in college? That's pretty darn good. So Trevor's the first overall pick, and and we're going to go over all these first round picks. I mean, it, it got kind of interesting. Um, Trevor Lawrence went number one overall. We'll take a look at the entire first round coming up. Stay tuned. Uh, you're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. This is the Teal Shirt Report podcast heard in as many as 32 states and internationally and worldwide as well. So keep it right here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Well, you are tuned into the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Thank you for listening. Again, we're brought to you by Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way to make a podcast. Saucer Realty for your North Florida real estate needs. LakeUfallahits.com. Great internet radio where it's all good. They got Rock Saturdays, uh, Hits 2000s, Monday through Friday in the evening. Again, the Rock Saturdays on Saturday. And basically all the time. I mean, they've got great recognizable, great hits, recognizable hits on LakeUfallahits.com. So, round one in the books, we talked about Trevor Lawrence being the number one pick overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's official. Uh, That pick went down. You know, the Jags used uh, all their time on their first pick down. I think the the time went down to like two minutes, and the Jags turned in the card. And as most people thought, they, they would pick Trevor Lawrence, and they did. So, I know Trevor in the press conference, we were talking about that, uh, you know, a few moments ago uh, here on the Teal Shirt, on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. But I know that uh, Trevor, you know, talked about Urban Meyer some during the press conference. He said Urban is a winner and he wants to be part of that. So, I mean, that's a great way to look at it. I mean, that's what Trevor said in the press conference. He said, hey, he said Urban's a winner. Urban Meyer's a winner, Coach Meyer's a winner, and he wants to be a part of that. I mean, if you take a look at the college football records between Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence, they have not lost much, have they? Not too many losses between those two guys. Now, as you know, later in the draft, and and you may have heard this already, but the Jags did draft at number 25 Trevor Lawrence's teammate, that uh, he's known as ETN. I wrote down ETN. That's kind of how you pronounce his name, but it's, you know, it's spelled out uh, a Travis ETN. I believe it's spelled E T I E N N E, but uh, I wrote it out kind of phonetically as uh, ETN, like E T and then an N. So ETN, running back for the Jaguars, was selected number 25. So Urban Meyer and Trent Baalke said, hey, let's give, um, you know, we, we need an explosive running back. But let's give Trevor his teammate. And, you know, there was a trend of that happening uh, where, you know, teammates, um, I know that, um, you know, Miami picked up a wide receiver from Alabama. And that, of course, is um, uh, Tua's uh, former teammate. So, you know, it's looking like uh, Miami uh, – 
is uh, the Miami Dolphins are kind of making a a commitment to it, you know, by drafting a wide receiver and, you know, not a, another quarterback at this point. You know, they could draft a quarterback later in the draft. But round one is in the books. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was number one quarterback out of Clemson, uh, drafted number one overall by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, number two, Zach Wilson went to the New York Jets at a BYU, and a lot of people expected that. But then at number three, a lot of people thought Mac Jones would go third. Apparently, there was some smokescreen, or there was a you know there was a change, you know something changed, and and the 49ers decided to go with North Dakota State uh, Trey Lance, a uh, smaller college quarterback. He was not really given an opportunity to play big-time Division I football, but he played at North Dakota State. Trey Lance can make the throws. We'll see how he does in the NFL. He's about six foot three. Um, he's over six foot three, six foot three and seven eighths inches. It was kind of cool how during the draft that they got really precise on the quarterback's measurements. Like, like Trevor Lawrence is not six foot six, but he's six foot five. Not only is he six foot five, but he's six foot five and five eight, which means he's over six five, but not quite six six, right? So Trey Lance went number three. We'll go back. Trevor Lawrence went number one to the Jags. Uh, number two, Zach Wilson to the New York Jets. He played his college ball at BYU. Um, Trey Lance went to the 49ers at number three out of North Dakota State. Uh, Kyle Pitts, the big tight end out of Florida, went to the Atlanta Falcons at number four. And uh, 35-year-old quarterback, veteran quarterback Matt Ryan, for the Atlanta Falcons had to have a sigh of relief. Looks like he's still going to be the guy for a couple of years or more with Atlanta. He's, I mean, he's got a nice toy coming in. Kyle Pitts, who's been described as a freak <laughs> on draft night. I mean, a tight end selected number four overall. You know, Kyle Pitts, I mean, he might be one of the best tight end prospects of all time. And we'll see how it plays out with the Atlanta Falcons. But, you know, one of the mocks we looked at here, you know, two or three weeks back, Kyle Pitts was projected to go to Atlanta, and Atlanta didn't disappoint. They made the pick at number four. Um, so Kyle Pitts is picked fourth out of the Florida Gators. He played his college ball with Florida and now has been drafted to play in the NFL with the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Jamar Chase, wide receiver, out of LSU, went to the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati did not draft the big offensive tackle. Uh, he slipped a couple of spots. We'll talk about where he went. But Jamar Chase, uh, wide receiver, went to the Cincinnati Bengals. He's out of LSU. Alabama's wide receiver, uh, Jalen Waddell, who I believe got injured during the season and, and you know missed a few weeks toward the end of the year. Um, he was picked by the Miami Dolphins to be a teammate. He's a former teammate of Tua. Now he will be a current teammate of Tua with the Miami Dolphins, Jalen Waddell, wide receiver out of Alabama. He goes to the Miami Dolphins with a six-pick overall. At number seven, and I like this pick for the Detroit Lions, the big left tackle, Penny Sewell. And I just, I probably like this pick more um, uh, simply because I just watched the uh, the video or the tape on Penny Sewell. I mean, 
he's like a, a left tackle that has tight end feet. He could move really good on the play. So Penny Sewell, the left tackle, will go to the Detroit Lions. With that, it seems like Detroit is going to settle in with Jared Goff. They're not drafting a quarterback. Maybe they're playing it smart. They're going to go with Jared Goff and hope that Jared Goff develops and improves now as a veteran quarterback in the NFL. So Penny Sewell, the left tackle at Oregon, goes to the Detroit Lions. He'll play offensive tackle, the big left tackle uh, for Detroit. Uh, J.C. Horn, cornerback out of South Carolina, goes to the Carolina Panthers with the eighth choice. Um, Carolina picked eighth overall, and they took J.C. Horn, the cornerback out of South Carolina. Patrick Satain, the second out of Alabama, the cornerback, went to the Denver Broncos. So there was a lot of smoke screening about Denver getting into the quarterback business. Apparently, they're going to, you know, they're going to continue to, you know, let uh, Drew Locke strap it on with Denver, and he'll continue to get a shot to be the Broncos quarterback. So, you know, and, you know, they're they're picking up some defense. Patrick Sertain, cornerback for the Denver Broncos out of Alabama. Also out of Alabama, Devontae Smith, the Heisman Trophy winner, goes to the Philadelphia Eagles. There's been a lot of talk in the last few days about, man, how big is this guy? Is he small, Devontae Smith? But, hey, the Eagles like him at number 10. He was a Heisman Trophy winner, and the Eagles need a wide receiver. He was picked 10th overall by the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, it got kind of interesting at number 11, Justin Fields. Where would he go? Would he go second? No. Would he go in the top 10? Well, we thought maybe. But he ends up going 11th to the uh, Chicago Bears as they traded up into that 11th spot to get Justin Fields. They need a quarterback. I mean, they got Andy Dalton. You know, and I guess he's still got um, Nick Foles, too. So the quarterback room's getting kind of interesting in Chicago with Justin Fields. And I guess the Bears feel like, hey, if Fields were to somehow stumble or sputter, you know, they still got Andy Dalton there who can start and play. Um, but Justin Fields is drafted. He's drafted in the 11th spot. They traded up to get him, but he's, you know, he's not like in the, you know, top five or six picks. So maybe they'll be patient with Fields. Maybe he doesn't have to start game one or game two. You know, maybe uh, what's going to happen, uh, you know, as we all heard, it seemed like Chicago was almost promising Andy Dalton the starting job. So maybe he'll have the starting job, you know, for a few weeks or something like that. But Justin Fields was picked 11th by the Chicago Bears. The Bears. Man, I, I heard a I heard a stat about the Chicago Bears the other day. They've been play they've been playing football in the NFL since 1920, which means the Chicago Bears have played more games than any other team in the NFL, as I understand it. So the Chicago Bears uh, traded up, got him a quarterback, Justin Fields, out of Ohio State with the 11th overall pick. Uh, at number 12 overall, Micah, uh, Micah, pa uh, Micah, Micah Parsons. I believe that's his last name, Parsons. Micah Parsons um, out of Penn State uh, went to the uh, Dallas Cowboys. That is Micah Parsons, a linebacker 
went to the Dallas Cowboys out of Penn State. Penn State famous for their linebackers for many, many years, back going all the way back to back in the day, back to the 70s. But uh, so Micah Powers, a linebacker out of Penn State, goes to Dallas with the 12th pick. Uh, Rashawn Slater, an offensive tackle with the L.A. Chargers, uh, goes um, to the L.A. Chargers. Uh, he's out of Northwestern. Big offensive tackle Rashawn Slater goes to the L.A. Chargers with the 13th pick. 14th pick, um, Elijah Vera Tucker. Got a long name there. Elijah, Elijah Vera Tucker, guard out of USC. Uh, goes to the New York Jets to help protect uh, their investment, Zach Wilson, who's going to be playing because he's the second overall pick. Now, this could be the steal of the draft. Mac Jones. Mac Jones fell to 15. A lot of people thought he was going to the 49ers at number three. He didn't. He fell. Even, even uh, Justin Fields. The Bears traded up to get Justin Fields. Not Mac Jones, but Justin Fields. So think about that. So Mac Jones is still sitting out there, and he's taken with the 15th pick overall by who? But Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. So Mac Jones goes to New England and will be a Patriot. He played his college ball at Alabama. He's from right here in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, my hometown, and Mac Jones' hometown, and he's going to go play for the New England Patriots. Uh, going over more of the first round, uh, pick 16, Zavin Collins, a linebacker, went to the Arizona Cardinals. He was a golden hurricane, I believe, out of Tulsa. Um, that was Zavin Collins, linebacker, goes to the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Alex Leatherwood, offensive lineman, goes to the L.A. Raiders. He was out of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Jalen Phillips, defensive lineman, goes to the Miami Dolphins. He played for the Hurricanes, so he'll stay nearby to play for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Jamin or Jamin Davis, is it J Jamin Davis? Jamin Davis, uh, linebacker, goes to the Washington football team out of the Wildcats. He's played his college ball with the Wildcats. Uh, that's Jamin Davis, linebacker now with the Washington football team. The old, the old Washington Redskins, right? And the uh, Kadarius Tony, you know, big swing back uh, slot receiver out of Florida, goes to the New York Giants with a 20th pick overall. He's officially listed as a wide receiver. He played a little wildcat at uh, Florida, too. And uh, so he, he's one of those guys that can probably play a little emergency quarterback, too. But uh, Kadarius Tony, wide receiver. Uh, drafted by the New York Giants out of the University of Florida. He was picked 20th overall. At 21, um, and I'm trying to pronounce these names, um, and I haven't had a chance to look at the tape on everybody where you you know, you know get an opportunity to hear the pronunciations. Uh, Quidey Pay, I believe it's Quidey Pay, was drafted by the Colts, a defensive lineman out of Michigan. 21st pick overall, that's Kwaiti Pay. Kwaiti Pay, uh, drafted by the Indianapolis Colts, a defensive lineman. Um, out of the Hokies, at pick number 22, Virginia Tech Hokies or Gobblers, uh, Caleb, Caleb Farley goes to the Tennessee Titans. He's a defensive back. Also, two Hokies right in a row, number 23, uh, the 23rd pick in the first round, Kristen 
uh, Kristen Dersall. That's Kristen Dersall. Uh, he actually, let's see, Christian uh, Darisol went to the Minnesota Vikings. He's an offensive lineman. So the Vikings pick up an offensive lineman and Christian Darisol out of Virginia Tech. Also, Najee Harris, before the Jags could pick, the Steelers picked. And, man, they, they're always interesting and, you know, synonymous with picking, you know, good running backs and good players in general, the Pittsburgh way of doing things. The Pittsburgh Steelers drafted Najee Harris with the 24th pick overall out of Alabama. Najee Harris will be a Pittsburgh Steeler running back out of Alabama. Najee Harris, I love the way he holds the ball. I love the way he runs. He's going to be a good NFL player, and Pittsburgh's got him at number 24, the 24th pick in the first round. The 25th pick in the first round goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They've already got Trevor Lawrence in the stable uh, with the Jags, and now they get his teammate, Travis Etienne. I looked at the tape on him. I mean, some people say he's a beast. He's been described as a beast of a running back. He can score some points, and, you know, Trevor's got his teammate. And a lot of people like this pick. Some people are surprised. A lot of people thought this pick would be a defensive player, like a safety, or even a, um, you know, or even a defensive lineman. But the Jags went. Uh, I would say that that pick is. Uh, we we had talked about the Jags getting a, you know, a fast playmaker. So I'm going to go out and say that. Travis Etienne is a fast playmaker at running back, and the Jags picked him up at 25, 25th in the uh, first round with their second first-round pick. Picking 26, the Cleveland Browns uh, picked uh, Greg Newsom, 27th from the Minnesota Gophers, Rashad Bateman, wide receiver, goes to the Baltimore Ravens. At number 28 from the Cougars in college, uh, let's see, Paxton Turner, a defensive end, goes to the New Orleans Saints. I said Paxton, but I think his name is actually Peyton Turner. It's been a long day, I'll tell you. Peyton Turner, defensive end, uh, played his ball with the Cougars in college. Uh, he goes to the New Orleans Saints, a defensive end. Also with the Bulldogs, Eric, uh, Eric Stokes, a defensive back, goes to the Green Bay Packers with a 29th pick overall. With the 30th pick overall from the uh, from the Hurricanes, the Buffalo Bills select Gregory Russo. Russo, Gregory uh, Russo, defensive lineman with the uh, the Hurricanes goes to the Buffalo Bills. 31st pick overall, Jason Owa. That's Jason Owa, defensive end. Played his college ball with the Nittany Lions at Penn State. Jason Owa, uh, defensive end, drafted by the Baltimore Ravens with the 31st pick overall. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who won the Super Bowl. Tampa Bay drafted a linebacker, uh, Joe Tryon, um, out of the Huskies. I believe that's Washington Huskies out of the University of Washington Huskies. Uh, Joe Tryon, a linebacker drafted by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that, my friends, is the first round of the NFL draft in 2021 on April the 29th of 2021.
That's your complete first round uh, right here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Okay, uh, you're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Uh, we're heard in as many as 32 states across the United States, and we're also heard worldwide and internationally, too. We were talking about the first round of the NFL draft. I did want to go back to the first round uh, back when Greg Newsom was selected by the Cleveland Browns and add his college, because I don't think I had his college. Uh, I didn't mention that earlier. Greg Newsom played for the Wildcats. It was the Northwestern Wildcats from the Big Ten. So Greg Newsom was drafted 26th overall by the Cleveland Browns. Just wanted to add his uh, college in there because I, I think we uh, kind of omitted the college he played for when we were talking about the uh, complete first round uh, just a moment ago. Taking a look at uh, you know North Florida Entertainment as we do along with the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, there's semi-pro football action coming up. And also, we want to congratulate a couple of teams. The Argyle Avengers are playoff-bound in the FCFL, as are the Panhandle Crusaders in the uh, APDFL. We always, I know, hear from uh, uh, Mr. David, uh, Mr. David Martin, um, with the Panhandle Crusaders. He keeps us up to date with them. And, yes, uh, they're going to be in the playoffs also, the Southern Steam, they're going to be starting their season um, this Saturday night, May the 1st, 7 o'clock p.m. The game will start between the Southern Steam. They were originally going to be playing uh, the Palm Beach, uh, the team from Palm Beach, um, the Palm Beach Phantoms, but there's been a change in the schedule and uh, this Saturday night. May the 1st, the Southern Steam will be playing the uh, Jacksonville Spartans. There's a team from, you know, right around the Jacksonville area. The Jacksonville Spartans will play the Southern Steam at 7 o'clock p.m. this Saturday night, May the 1st, at the Ice and Sports Complex uh, near Emerson and Phillips uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida. So there's some, some semi-pro football action out there, and we're going to take our Teal Shirt Report uh, podcast microphones out there and uh, cover that game between the Southern Steam and the Jacksonville Spartans at the Ison Sports Complex this Saturday night, uh, May the 1st. Also, we know the National Arena League will be starting up in late May. I do know the first home game in Jacksonville is going to be in the first week of June, actually. I believe the NAL season starts up in late May, but the first home game in Jacksonville is going to be during the first week of June. I did get reports this week that says that home game for the Jacksonville Sharks in the first week of June, it looks like we're going to have 100% capacity at the Star Veterans Memorial Arena. Uh, for the first Jacksonville Sharks game. They're playing a little bit of a scaled-down season. They're not going to play typically you know, close to the 16-game schedule they normally play. I understand it's going to be an eight-game season with two weeks of playoffs after the eight-week regular season. But good news, it looks like there's going to be, you know, we're going to have an opportunity to have near 
100% uh, capacity crowds at the National Arena League games. The Jacksonville Sharks open their their home portion of the National Arena League season in the first week of June. And we'll be keeping up with the Jacksonville Sharks of the National Arena League as well. You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We, we got some more coming up. Well, I tell you what, when you hear that little piece of music you just heard, means I want to talk about the Southern Steam, getting ready for the Southern Steam. They're known as the second-half team. Uh, they're coached by uh, Bobby Damerol. He's the owner of the Southern Steam and the head coach. And they're getting ready to kick off their season against the Jacksonville Spartans on Saturday night, May the 1st, at 7 o'clock p.m. Our Big J Report um uh, dot com microphones and our teal shirt uh, report podcast microphones will be over there at that uh, that indoor football game in the elite indoor football league on uh, saturday night may 1st at seven o'clock p.m as we'll be covering uh the elite indoor football league the southern steam versus the jacksonville spartans we'll cover that game uh, with our teal shirt report uh podcast so again thank you for listening um, we're also going to tell you about some of the concerts, North Florida Entertainment right now. A few concerts uh, we're going to kind of highlight. Molly Hatchet uh, will be performing on May 28th. That's Molly Hatchet on May 28th at 20 of 2021. That's uh, Molly Hatchet on May the 28th, 2021 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater here in Jacksonville, Florida. And when you go to these shows, remember you've you've certainly you know got to ob- observe the venues' rules as far as social distancing, if you need to wear a mask or not, that type of thing. So keep that in mind. Molly Hatchet on May the twenty eighth of twenty twenty one at eight o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida. Now, how about this one? Uh, Green Day with Fallout Boy and Weezer on July the 31st of 2021 at 5.30 p.m. Late in the afternoon, beginning at TIAA Bankfield in Jacksonville, Florida, starting at 5.30, but continuing into the evening and nighttime in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, that's on July the 31st. Also, here's another one. Uh, also, Motley Crue in Def Leppard with Poison at TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville, Florida on Saturday, August the 7th of 2021 in Jacksonville, Florida at 4.30 p.m. Elton John, that's right, Elton John and the Goodbye Yellow Brick Road Farewell Tour uh, in 2022. That's on April the 23rd of 2022 at the Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida. Been a long day, been a long night as we're getting through the first round of the draft on, uh, on Friday night, uh, rounds two and three, on Saturday, rounds four through seven, on Saturday, May the 1st. And we'll also have the Southern Steam game 
Southern Steam versus the Jacksonville Spartans on Saturday night, May 1st at 7 o'clock p.m. And we're also going to get some reports from Alex Nunnery. You know, Alex Nunnery is everywhere. You know, he's our BigJReport.com Big contributor. That's right, Alex Nunnery is our BigJReport.com contributor. And he also does reports and interviews on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Let's now join Alex Nunnery and get some of his latest reports on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Here now is Alex Nunnery. Alex? Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and welcome to the Teal Shirt Report. My name Ladies is Alex Nunnery. We are senior, here at number 14, beautiful Henry. Bears Stadium for a terrific high school baseball game between the 17 and 4 Clay High Blue Devils and the 20 and 4 Bartram Trail Bears. His advice for future players is to control the things you the Blue Devils. Your attitude, your effort, your behavior, and your by Mr. Josh and Persinger. Hayden has accepted a baseball scholarship to play at Daytona State The College, Bears, where he plans to study criminal their head justice. coach in their third season, Mr. Ryan Fitzpatrick. We wish you nothing but the best. Our second senior, the the Blue Devils, most noble player, that's JU Baseball Commit, Rich Long, Alabama Junior Baseball Commit, Max Williams, also Blake Parker, Parker, Committed to Florida State College of Jacksonville. The Bears. Their captain. That's junior Ashton Pokal. Freshman Skyler Sanford. Juniors. JU commits. Justin, Nato, and Bryce Camper. Also, Poco, one of the best juniors in the country as a pitcher. Also, catcher, senior, Hayden Henry. Henry committed to Daytona State College. Also, Freshman Colt Myers. Sanford committed to Florida State University. The Bears come into tonight's game following a terrific 4 to nothing win at Clay last night. Skyler Sanford. A freshman for Bartram Trail High School. A Florida State commit as well. Seven innings. No earned runs. 
He's one of the best freshmen in the country, ladies and gentlemen. That's Skyler Sanford. Noah Wood, a junior. Had two of those RBIs for the Bears. The Bears are also led by Alex Lodis. He is a junior as well. Your pitching matchup tonight on the mound for the Bears from Barton Trail High School. That's Ashton Pocol. Pocol. One of the very few pitchers to beat Bulls this season. On the mound for the Blue Devils, that's JU baseball commit and senior for Clay Ridge Long. The final score here at Bartram Trail, Clay 3. Bartram, two, Rich along the JU commit, gets the win versus the Bartram Bears. We do have a final from Baldwin High School, the final. The Golden Eagles from Fleming Island, 12. Baldwin, nothing. Aiden, Massatuno. Five innings pitched. Four strikeouts. One of the best senior athletes in the area is Aiden, Massatuno. He's a Florida State Seminole commit for you FSU fans out there. You need to Google this kid. This kid, one of the best players in high school in Jacksonville. For the Alabama Crimson Tide fans out there. Max Williams. He's an Alabama commit. He's a junior. One of the best center fielders in the area. And for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish fans, baseball fans that is, Brody DeLamalure, one of the best sophomores in the area or in the country. All right, we're here with Stephen Reese, a Flagler commit. Tell us how Flagler is, or how have you? How often do you talk to Flagler? Um, you know, we're ta- we're talking uh, a little bit here and there. Um, doing we're struggling a little bit this year, but we're looking forward to it next year. Looking to get some more arms and arms in the rotation next year. You know, looking forward to it a lot. All right, and then how is it playing with one of the best dual threats in? Big Rich Long. Oh, it, it's it's amazing, dude. Having a rotation this deep with Rich and we got other arms, Logan and Brandon, they're just amazing. It's, it's just fun to watch them compete on the mound. 
All right, thank you. All right, we're here with the Dolphin, one of the best dual threats, a pitcher only going to JU, Rich Long. How is it beating one of the best teams in 7A in Bartram? Oh, man, it's, it's, it's fun. They're a great team. They gave us a good run yesterday, but, you know, learn from our mistakes, and, and we did it tonight. All right, and then, of course, you're going to JU. How often do you talk to Hayes and them? Uh, I try to do it every two weeks, maybe every week, but, you know, I try to stay in touch, man. They got to be like family. All right, thanks. See ya. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and welcome to the Teal Shirt Report. My name is Alex Nunnery. We are here at St. John's Country Day School for a terrific, and I mean terrific, baseball game between two of the best baseball teams in the Jacksonville, Florida area. Tonight's game features the 19 and 3 Bulls, Bulldogs, and the 17 and 6 St. John's Country Day Spartans. The Bulldogs, they come off a 2 to 1 win at home versus Creekside last night. The Spartans of St. John's Country Day School, they come off an 8-4 win at home Tuesday night versus Bishop Kinney. The Bulls notable players you have senior, one of the best pitchers in the country of Florida State commit, Jackson Baumeister. You have Tennessee commit, Tanner Zellum. You have Gator commit, Sully Bracken. You have Full second baseman of University of Mary Washington commit, Burke Steifman. You have Jackson Mayo from Bowles, a, a USF commit. You also have TCC commit, Jaden Flowers, and Brown commit. Garner Bory. Also, Richmond commit Matt Anderson. Ladies and gentlemen, the noble players for the Spartans. You have UNF commit Finn Howell. Florida State commit Jordan Taylor. Florida State commit Connor Moore. Pensacola State College commit Luke Shanahan. You have one of the best pitchers in the country commit Brad Hodges. 
and you have James. Oh man. For the Spartans, you also have Flagler commit. Jace. Thomas. The head coach of the Bulls School Bulldogs. That's Mike Boswell. The head coach of the St. John's Country Day Spartans is Mr. Tom Lucas. The Spartans, they won this game two to nothing back on February 17th at the Bowl School. Ladies and gentlemen, we will have a very special interview for you from a Bulls player. Both of these schools are private schools, but ladies and gentlemen, Bulls has a very special program. Bulls has border kids, meaning they have dorms on their campus where kids from out of the country and out of state live and play their sports. Bulls has a player from New York and a player from Saudi Arabia. We will interview either one of those players or both of them. We want to welcome everyone back. We want to have a very special shout out to Mr. J.C. Crumpton in Eufaula Falls, Alabama. Also, Enrique Crumbs in Pensacola, Florida. Also, Mr. Andy Powers in in Wales in the UK. If this is also your first time tuning in to the Teal Share Report, we want to welcome you as well. You can follow us on Facebook. That's BigJReport.com. If you go to Facebook and you search BigJReport.com, you can join our Facebook group. And you can follow me and Scott Molis on Twitter and you can email Scott as well let's look at the stats for both of these starting pitchers a terrific pitching matchup between one of the best in the country and Florida State commit a right handed pitcher a senior from Bowles Jackson Baumeister Baumeister comes in to Tonight's game at 5-1. 43.1 innings. A .81 ERA. And 83 strikeouts. Ladies and gentlemen, that's one of the best pitchers in the country. A Florida State Seminole commit. Jackson Baumeister. 
The stats on University of Virginia commit one of the best junior pitchers in the country, Brad Hodges. He's one in three with a 2.37 ERA and 20 innings. Florida State commit Jordan Taylor, a junior for St. John's Country Day. This week has four home runs. He hit two home runs on Tuesday night and then hit two more home runs last Thursday. That's one of the best center fielders in the country, Jordan Taylor. We go to the top of the sixth, top of inning number six here at St. John's Country Day School. The Spartans up one to nothing. James Omen had a solo home run for St. John's Country Day in the bottom of the second inning. On the hill for the Spartans was Brad Hodges. Four really good innings with eight strikeouts on 56 pitches. Stanton, two. Fleming Island, one. The Golden Eagles, a tough game for them. But Aiden Mastantuno extended his hitting streak. He went one for three with for Fleming Island. Aiden, a Florida State Seminole commit. We go to the top of inning number seven. The last inning in high school baseball, at least in Florida that is. Seven innings in high school baseball in Florida. It, the score. Bulls. Zero, St. John's, three, Jordan Taylor and Connor Moore, both Florida State Seminole commits with both of their RBIs for the Spartans. Leading off for bowls, number nine, Matt On the hill for St. John's Country Day to close the game out. That's number 42, Jordan Taylor. The score. Here at St. John's Country Day, your final, the Spartans. Three. And the Bulls, Bulldogs, zero. Lay Shillman. The Spartans won the first game on February 17th, two to nothing. They just beat Bulls three to nothing. Some of the best players in Jacksonville play for Bulls or St. John's Country Day School.
we will have at least one or two interviews tonight. Make sure you check our check it out. Possibly this weekend. I, Alex Nunnery, will be at Trinity Baptist College tomorrow night to see Trinity Baptist College baseball as the Eagles host the Edward Water College Tigers. Jamie Boban? Huh? Yeah, Bob again. We're here with Jamie Bob again. He's from New York. So... You're in your first year here, right? Yes, sir. So, how how is the process like coming to Bulls from a school like from New York? Uh, it was a pretty quick process. Uh, me and my family, uh, we decided around um, May to come here. And it was just a quick process. I know Brett Steifman. Yeah. Uh, he introduced me to the school. All right. So, how is it like playing baseball in the Sunshine State other than the snowy state of New York? Uh it's, I mean, it's great. We get to play every day uh, back at home. We, I have to play in the snow and all that cold. It's not that fun, but here it's just amazing. It's great right. to be here. Thank you. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and welcome to the Teal Shirt Report. My name is Alex Nunnery. We are here for a terrific college baseball game between the visiting Edward Water College Tigers and the Trinity Baptist Eagles. Ladies and gentlemen, on the hill for the Edward Water College Tigers Alex Davila on the hill tonight for the Trinity Baptist Eagle is Paxton alumni Will Van Sickle the head coach of the Tigers from Edward Waters here in Jacksonville. That's in his 10th season, Reginald Johnson. Head coach of the Trinity Baptist College Eagles in his 7th season. That. I also have to tell Bob Jones guy what to expect. John Copeland. Copeland, assisted by Jordan Brodden. We're at the top of the sixth inning here at Trinity Baptist College. It's the Eagles, four, and the Edward Water Tigers, two.
start to the season, but of late, well, he very well. He inherits five runners aboard at first and, and second and third one innings out. for the TBC Eagles. Those runners, responsibility of Will Vance, five and a third, two unearned runs. On the for the Eagles. We go to the bottom of the 11th inning here at Tranny Baptist College Baseball Field. The score, Edward Waters College Tigers from the north side of Jacksonville, 13. And the Trinity Baptist College Eagles, 4. Damani Thomas with a moonshot of a home run for the Tigers from the north side of Jacksonville, Edward Waters College. The Tigers, their colors, purple and orange. They play their home baseball games at J.P. Small Park, which was once the home of the Jacksonville Braves. The great Henry Aaron actually played at J.P. Small Park. The final score here at the Trinity Baptist College. Edward Waters, Tigers, 13, Trinity Baptist College. Six. Job deal. Echeverria. The winning pitcher for the Tigers from Edward Waters. Jason DiMartino. Got the save for the Edward Water College Tigers. Alright, we're, we're here with job deal Echeverria. A nice win for Edward Waters. He pitched four innings for the for the Tigers. How how did you pitch tonight as a pitcher? I just focused on throw strikes and we made the plays. That's it. All right, you're from what part of Puerto Rico are you from? I'm from Moca, Puerto Rico. All right, so that's where the great Yachty's from, correct? Yes, from Moca, Puerto Rico. All right, thank you. We're here with Damani Thomas from the Edward Water Tigers. He hails from Mount Dora. Tell us about that home run. Did you know it was out when you hit it, or? Yes, I knew it was, uh, it was out when I hit it off the bat. All right. Um, how did y'all play as a team for the Tigers? We played together as a team. We came out, wanted to dominate the other opponent. All right. Thank you. Okay, and then what do y'all have to work on to beat TBC again tomorrow? Or anything, really? Uh, timely hits and make the routine plays. All right, thank you. All right, we're, we're here with... Marcus Judd from Edward Waters College. Where are you from, Marcus? Originally from New Jersey. Um, New Jersey? I live in Orlando now. All right. 
What high school in Orlando are you from? Ridge Community High School. Okay. So, were you looking for that that pitch? That, that, that pitch that they hit the single on to hit the game winner? Yes, sir. Um, I've been getting first pitch curveballs all game. Um, I just gambled my first pitch fastball, and I put a good swing on it. I was able to beat it, beat it out. All right. How does it feel to be a really good team in TBC? It feels good. Um, we always play well against TBC. It's always a good battle between the both of us. Um, and um, it, was, it was a good game today. It was a real good game. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you. We're here with Coach Reginald Johnson the second, head coach of Edward Waters. How did you all play tonight, Coach? Well, you know, the guys found a way to win, you know, so the pitchers did well. Uh, kind of slow start with the bats. However, later on, uh, they, they stayed in it. They stayed together, and we found a way to win. So, um, hey, going to sleep well and ready to rock and roll tomorrow. All right. How does it feel to, to win after being, like, a month or so off due to the COVID? Well, you know, it, it feels good to be back on the field. You know, the guys, the guys have done hard, done well, you know, getting healthy, staying healthy, most importantly. And, uh, you know, it's just good to get back out and have some fun. So it was a great, it's a great day. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We're here with one of the best freshmen in the NCCAA. Is that right? And Noah Harder. Unfortunately, he took the loss, but eight strikeouts. He was throwing BBs out there. How did you think you pitched today? I think I pitched pretty well. Um, defensively, we could have made some better decisions. Um, but other than that, we played great. So, All right. What do you all have to work on other than the unfortunate nine errors to beat Edward Waters? Um, just the routine plays. That's, that's right. really it. How does it feel like playing really close to home? Uh, it feels good. It's um, it's nice being able to just commute instead of sleeping in a bed that you're not used to. So, yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, we want to thank Alex Nunry for those wonderful reports. Alex Nunry, a BigJReport.com contributor. He also does uh, reports and interviews on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Thank you for those wonderful interviews and reports, Alex. Whether it's High school baseball, college baseball. Alex follows a Jacksonville Iceman at times, too. And, um, you know, he's done high school soccer, high school football. But, you know, on these reports, we mainly heard some high school baseball reports and even some college baseball reports as well. So thank you for those um, outstanding reports from Alex Nunnery, our BigJReport.com contributor. That's going to do it for this edition of the Teal Shirt Report uh, podcast. Uh, we are produced by Alex Nunnery and also uh, JC. Thank you for listening to the Teal Shirt Report uh, podcast. And this is episode number 25 of season number two. Thank you for listening. We'll be back again real soon with another Teal Shirt Report podcast. Uh, make sure you go back and check some of our previous episodes. And if you would like to support the podcast, hey, click on the support button when you're listening to the anchor version of the uh, uh, Teal Shirt Report podcast. We're heard on many platforms, Anchor, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pod Paradise, uh, Himalaya, and uh, many other uh, uh, 
of course, many other platforms out there as well. Thank you for listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Again, our producers, Alex Nunry and also JC. And until next time, my name is Scott. Until next time, I'm out. Hey, have a great day. We'll talk to you again soon.